chapter five of godliness this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. godliness by katherine booth charity and conflict and now abideth faith hope charity these three but the greatest of these is charity one corinthians thirteen thirteen another characteristic of this divine charity is that it often involves conflict it was so with our lord he was the very personification of it he was love itself and grace and truth poured from his lips incessantly his blessed feet went about doing good and his hands ministering to the necessities and happiness of his creatures yet his whole course through this degenerate world was one of conflict opposition and persecution his proper mission was to bring peace on earth but the result of it was a sword why that was not his fault he would doubtless have enjoyed being at peace with all men as his ambassador exhorts us as much as lieth in us to be more he was the prince of peace then how was it that wherever he went there was sword opposition and conflict to the death because men resisted and rejected his divine and heavenly ministrations they would not hear his rebukes and his teaching because they condemned them they would not listen to his voice because they were of their father the devil and the works of their father they would do and therefore they went about to persecute him and to kill him this was the reason not that he wanted it to be so but it was the consequence of their resistance to the beautiful heavenly and divine truths which he taught and it is just so now with the same truth and the living embodiments of such truth jesus christ come in the flesh again in his people living out before the world his principles acting upon his precepts living for the same objects for which he lived will produce exactly and everywhere the same result it must be so while men are divided into two classes the righteous and the wicked those who are born of the flesh and those who are born of the spirit one must either give in or there must be perpetual conflict and warfare it was so with the saviour and so perhaps with some of us i think this is often a snare to god's really sincere people i think some of god's people are afraid they don't like the feeling that their hand is against every man and every man's hand against them or nearly so they do not like the feeling of isolation they do not like being compelled to take a course which nearly all the christian professors round about them condemn and make out to be uncharitable and they often examine themselves to see whether it is possible that they may be going wrong in following the divine spirit they say with jeremiah and with the jeremiahs of every age woe is me my mother that thou hast borne me a man of strife and a man of contention to the whole earth they are as speckled birds against whom all the birds round about are gathered they feel this opposition and conflict deeply but what are they to do 
very often in following the leadings of the divine spirit it is impossible for us to avoid such consequences we have to march through troops of opposing forces we have to become the subjects of almost universal suspicion but what then must we give in must we decline to tread in the blood-stained footsteps of the captain of our salvation must we decline the honor of being in the advance guard of the lamb's army because of the conflict because of the pain because of the persecution nay nay let us hold on those here who are thus led by the divine spirit into paths which involve conflict with everybody follow on brother follow on sister there is no point on which those who want to come out thoroughly for god suffer more than oh this they continually say you see my friends they are christian friends my friends object people come to see me or they write that the spirit of god has been urging them into a certain course for months or years and they are held back by the opinions and wishes perhaps of parents or of brothers and sisters or uncles or aunts or christian friends i believe it will be found in the great day of account that there have been more blessed enterprises crushed more leadings of the holy ghost disobeyed more urgings of the spirit quenched through the influence of what are called christian friends than all other influences put together suffer me first to go and bury my father is an everlasting standing excuse for those whom the lord calls on in advance paths of christian service oh my friends i am sure of it look out you fathers and mothers you brothers and sisters and aunts do not misunderstand me carefully weigh probe and examine before god your impressions and desires go into your closet spread them there before the lord lay them out examine your own heart be sure there is no self-interest no vain glory no desire to be great or to do some out-of-the-way thing be as clear as you like be satisfied in your own mind that it is god's call and then let fathers mothers sisters brothers husbands or wives complain but go forward my brother and god will justify you if twenty years ago i had stopped for christian friends to sanction and to open the door i should have waited till to-day and the number of souls god in his infinite mercy has given me i should not have gathered but i did not wait for anybody's sanction to my lord and master's call but said lord if i die in attempting it i will do it he seldom lets people die in attempting his will he stands by them and gives them abundant fruit a lady said to me the other day you know my father is a christian and i am so afraid of going opposite to him yes i said that is quite a right feeling i respect that feeling in you but she was a woman of considerably matured age and i added but is your father awake to the interests of god's kingdom as he ought to be she replied i dare not say he is i suppose i said he is comparatively old a sort of dried-up christian who has lost the vigor and enterprise of his youthful days when he wanted to go out and make everybody christian yes she said he has gone sadly behind in his zeal for the kingdom of jesus christ now i said 
god holds you responsible just as he holds any other being he has not two codes one for men and one for women there will be no two judgment seats whatever men do here god will hold you responsible for obedience to the teaching of his spirit and the leading of his providence as much as your brother what shall you say you will be in the position of the man who said suffer me first to go and bury my father she said i am afraid i shall now i say let us settle this you protestant christians here because catholicism has abused this principle that a man is to leave his father and mother and houses and lands if needs be is that any reason that we protestants are to give it up and has it come to this that a man has only to follow christ when everybody approves it cries amen and when his own interests appear to him to be secured by so doing then if it were so i would give up religion altogether and go and enjoy myself i said to a lady when you married yourself to the lord jesus christ you put yourself in the same position as you would to an earthly husband what woman in the world would feel that she ought to obey father and mother rather than her husband ridiculous much less is she to obey her father if her father's wishes are exactly contrary to the divine teaching she is only to obey in the lord and yet thousands of fathers and mothers are preventing their children working for god oh what will you say to god when your precious children stand at his bar without the sheaves they might have gathered and the souls they might have won what will you say to him and why do you hold them back oh the mean paltry considerations that you would be ashamed to own before this congregation is it for fear of suffering not in many instances but even if it were did you bargain with jesus christ when you gave yourself and children to him that they were not to suffer for him is it because of your pride because you want for them this world's applause and favor look out god has wonderful ways of chastising his people in those very things in which they sell his interest but you say that everybody will be against you yes very likely let us settle that at once count all things dung and dross let none of these things move you you say it will be a life of conflict to the end very likely so was his i am so weak you say he knows all about that you say it will be so cutting to have people saying this and saying the other i know it is cutting but that is the path he calls you to tread and he will give you grace to bear the cutting blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake and if ye be reproached for the name of christ happy are ye for the spirit of glory and of god resteth upon you he does not show where he is leading us so we can only go a step at a time the future may look dark but let us be fully persuaded in our own minds that the step in advance is the step the lord wants us to take then take it and leave the future with him come out as abraham did not knowing whither you go and as sure as he sits upon the throne he will vindicate your course and perhaps the very things that you sacrifice or that you think you sacrifice for him he will give you 
as the reward of your faithfulness oh have i not known many such instances i have known daughters who have been turned out of their father's houses for following the leadings of the spirit of god and who have endured all sorts of persecution and trial and suffering and those fathers when they are dying would have nobody else to pray with them but that individual daughter the way to win the souls of parents is by a consistent steadfast holy consecration to the lord jesus whereas if you pander and trim and hesitate you will miss the reward do you think people do not know when we are inconsistent oh yes they know quite well and they say that is not the right sort of religion but you be consistent and thorough and god will honor these very means to the winning of the souls about whom you are so concerned further a false charity shrinks from opposition it cannot bear persecution now here is one unfailing characteristic of a false charity it is always on the winning side that is apparently down here not what will be ultimately the winning side when truth sits enthroned with a crown on her head this false charity is most vociferous in her support and devotion but when her garments trail in the dust and her followers are few feeble and poor then jesus christ may look after himself i sometimes think respecting this hue and cry about the glory of god and the sanctity of religion i would like to see some of these saints put into the common hall with jesus again amongst a band of ribald mocking soldiers i would like to see then their zeal for the glory of god when it touched their own glory they are wonderfully zealous when their glory and his glory go together but when the mob is at his heels crying away with him crucify him crucify him then he may look after his own glory and they will take care of theirs true charity sticks to the lord jesus in the mud when he is fainting under his cross as well as when the people are cutting down the boughs and crying hosanna i fear many people make the lord jesus christ a stalking horse on which to secure their ends god grant us not to be of that number for if we are he will topple us from the very gates of heaven down to the nethermost hell this false charity cannot go to the dungeon you never find it at the stake it always manages to shift its sides and change its face before it goes as far as that never in disgrace never with jesus christ in the minority at golgotha on the cross always with him when he is riding triumphant oh i often think if times of persecution were to come again how many of us would be faithful how many would go to the dungeon how many would stand by the truth with hooting howling mobs at our heels such as followed him on the way to the cross such as stood round his cross and sped upon him and cast lots for his vesture and parted his garments among them and wagged their heads and cried he saved others himself he cannot save how many of us would stick to him then but as your soul and mine liveth that is the only kind of love that will stand the test of the judgment day oh have you got this charity love in the darkness love in the garden love in sorrow love in suffering love in isolation love in persecution love to the death 
have we got this love examine yourselves beloved and see whether you are in the faith or not for there is much need of it in this day when there are so many false gospels and so much false doctrine when we hear so much about being complete in him by people who never were in him at all and no more understand what it means than the very kitten that lies on their hearth i say examine yourselves whether you be in the faith or not and whether you are in him for verily it is no easier now to be his real followers than ever it was further a false charity refuses to call things by their proper names oh what endless ways it has of putting lying lying that is done on this day by professing christians oh the nice comfortable self-indulgent ways it has of looking at ungodly trades and practices what do i mean i mean trades that cannot be made subservient to the interest of the kingdom of christ trades that thrive by ministering either to the vile passions of human nature or to the ungodliness of human nature by what nice names it calls satanic traffics in the bodies hearts and souls of men and when divine charity remonstrates with it it turns round and says well you know but we must have regard to our own interests we have large interests at stake i sometimes say god knows you have and when the judge riseth up to avenge those who have been oppressed and destroyed by your iniquitous traffics you will find them sadly too large too big for the hell itself to contain the lord have mercy on any of you who are living in the follies or wickedness of your fellow-men make haste to get out of such trades wash your hands of them for depend upon it that is the devil's charity that would try to make you comfortable in them it has nothing to do with divine charity o oh, my soul come not into their secret unto their assembly mine honour be not thou united but stand aloof from all such alliances of light with darkness of truth with falsehood have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness for behold the day cometh that shall burn as an oven and all the proud yea and all that do wickedly shall be stubble and the day that cometh shall burn them up saith the lord of hosts that it shall leave them neither root nor branch he is the same god he changes not let us call things by their right names let us face the evil let us chase it out of the world or at any rate chase it out of the church depend upon it the lord is going to prove all things i can hear as it were the rumbling of the earthquake of the divine indignation underground i can see the gathering of the divine wrath overhead and if this nation does not repent and if the churches of this land do not come out and wash their hands of these things god will send us such a baptism of blood as we have never conceived of and he will put us out and put some other nation in our place or else he will act contrary to all his former dealings with nations do you suppose that jerusalem was more guilty than we are have we not been exalted much higher than jerusalem ever was and have we not sinned against greater light and privilege than ever she did are not our professed christians exactly the same in character as her pharisees do they not make fine and long prayers 
and at the same time devour the widow and fatherless yea for hellish gain do they not make widows and orphans wholesale might not god truly say of us ah sinful nation a people laden with iniquity a seed of evil doers children that are corruptors they have forsaken the lord they have provoked the holy one of israel unto anger they are gone away backward even the prophets prophesy falsely and the people love to have it so do you say no we are not so bad i answer look abroad over the land open your eyes observe and see has it not become proverbial have you not heard it until your ears have tingled and your face burned with shame better go and deal with anybody than a christian and alas has there not been much ground for it have we any need to wonder that infidels wag their heads can you go into a shop where you are sure you will not be extortioned do you know anybody who keeps a conscience with respect to the profits he makes is there anybody scarcely who won't charge his neighbor more than the article is worth if he has a chance and call it lawful that is extortion it will be only asking two pence for an article worth a penny or a thousand pounds for what seven hundred pounds should buy it does not matter the amount it is extortion god puts extortioners amongst the blackest of sinners the lord help me to look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others and have the charity that will not take a mean advantage of my neighbor because i have the chance and thus traduce the precious name of the holy jesus by calling myself one of his followers it is time this satanic charity was swept out the very first law the very vital principle of true charity is righteousness there is no charity apart from righteousness if your charity is incompatible with righteousness it is born of the devil and leads to hell if you have had anything revealed to you in your heart or life that you see to be wrong say here lord pour the light in i am so glad you have shown this thing to me while there is time to alter it now bring your dissecting knife and cut it away even if the roots go deep down into my very heart's core i will have it out will you will you be made true straight clean will you be made divine will you be filled with pure holy love of god towards god and towards men and all beings that is what the lord wants you to have this is what he has sent his son to do no subterfuge no make-believe work to get you into heaven as you are but he wants to make you as he wants you to be and he can do it the great physician is able he is willing he has got love enough and power enough and grace enough to do it for you confide all your heart to him will you have this divine charity wrought in you it will make you willing to suffer to endure hardness and shame and contempt and persecution it will make you willing to do anything that human nature can do and endure anything that human nature can suffer that you may accomplish the same purposes that he came to accomplish that you may help onward the progress of his glorious kingdom End of chapter five